have a sugar-addicted cat, an almost tween licking the batter while doing TikTok dances, and a husband attempting to make the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. What does that mean? That means it's another installment of Baking with Anne. From the Middle-Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Listen along as Anne, who definitely, definitely has a plan, calmly and gently guides the ladies through making homemade marshmallows. Joining me for this um, great-ish American baking show, I have my fellow Coven members. Of course, from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Yay! You guys are champions. <laughs> well, I, like I think I say, like we're all like boomers who are like, oh, are we going to break it? What's going to happen? <laughs> Well, we got there uh, from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan. It's Meredith Van Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hi. I bet you? nobody is wondering what cat ate sugar. <laughs> I don't know. No idea. Huh. Oh, weird. Um, and finally, from No Name Studios, it's Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hi. Um, as usual, we'll do some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, tea she recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. Um, I will take us straight into small talk. Um, I was off last week. It was, you know, the week of my birthday, so I must not work at all. Um, (laughs) just kidding. No, um, actually what I did last week was super fun. So, um, a few months ago, um, one of my favorite podcasts who weekly announced that they were going to do a live show. Now they usually do come through Texas. Um, cause Bobby, one of the hosts, not Bobby Pate, Bobby, um, finger Bobby finger that, is, yeah. well, that cannot he, be a real name. A name it is his real name which is crazy nobody should but, be named after body parts <laughs> I know. um he um he's from texas he's from san antonio so they usually come through here but since my state sucks so badly um with covid responsibility stuff they they really only went to places that required vaccinations um to like for big events so um I, we, I looked at the schedule. I'm like, I, I give to the Patreon. So I got early access. I looked at the schedule and on my birthday, it was in Seattle. So I was like, this is meant to be, I have to go do this. So I bought the tickets. Gosh, Chrissy, when was it like August or something? Yeah. Something. So it was, a far, it was, it was kind of far out. So I thought I'm just going to buy the tickets. And like, if I can't do it, then, you know, I'm just like not, uh, I'll sell them or whatever. It's, they weren't that expensive. So I, um, I kind of ruminated on it, ruminated on it, and I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. <laughs> 43. What a big year. So um, <laughs> I I got a hotel. I got the airline. The, the um, flight was not that bad. So I went up Wednesday and came back Friday, and it was lovely with many, many surprises along the way. Uh, the funniest one was um, a certain, I don't asshole whatever he's not an asshole a certain pilot was my pilot from austin to seattle so yes will mcquillan was my pilot and it was really really fun surprise uh to see him at the airport at like six in the morning i'm (laughs) like what is happening right now um so that was really 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 fun i think christy and maybe phyllis knew about it uh that like that was his first flight back yeah he had to take a break and then he flew out there yeah it um, was really able to be your pilot yeah it was really cool and it was really funny because uh, like I was a little bit stuffed up. It's not COVID. I just like allergies and stuff. And so when we were landing in Seattle, I remember being like, 
oh my god is this pilot gonna fucking land like we're just like gliding over Seattle like, and then all of a sudden I'm like my ears are sort of hurting and I was like oh I know the pilot <laughs> anyway I got to sit in the cockpit it was I felt like a little kid it was like airplane it was really fun um I got a cheese plate they wished me happy birthday on the plane though they did that thing that like I kind of hate I like I remember Terry Gross saying that this irritated her and it also irritates me when they're like, happy 29th birthday. And everybody's looking around at me like, first of all, I know. First of all, I'm like, I don't look that old. But secondly, I'm like, shut up. Like I'm 43. It's fine. Um, But whatever, regardless of that, it was really fun. But um, then I got there. The show was that night, obviously. And uh, Christy and Phyllis and Will and I all met up and went to, uh, the show it was funny will came but he like doesn't listen to the show so i think he was like what it's like speaking in a foreign language there's a song that they sing at the end of the show kind of like at the last little bit of the show and the whole all everybody in the audience christy right was singing the Mm -hmm. song and i'm sure will was like what is happening right now (laughs) this is so weird but um but the show was really really fun they did um they did check uh vaccination oh my gosh okay wait this is the only funny story from the whole deal like the like Hillary kind of fucked up so I am on the plane going to Seattle I look you know I have my fanny pack obviously I look at my fanny pack I was like looking for gum or something I don't know I look and I see my mace and I'm like how I didn't mean to bring this like how did this get through like TSA but they didn't notice like and I just was like oh shit TSA is a joke I know I was like (laughs) I can't believe this got through but like okay whatever so kind of forget about it. Go on with my day. We're going to the Who Weekly show. I get, they, they you know, they check your vaccination status. Um, you go through a metal detector and also they search your purse or your bag or whatever. So I'm going through the metal detector and the guy's like, um, you can't bring this in. Like this isn't allowed in. I'm like, I love that the random security guard at like <laughs> the Showbox Soto is like, you can't bring this in. But yet the TSA is like, whatever, it's fine, no big deal. It's like the time you snuck drugs into Mexico, Christy, right? Yep, <laughs> on accident. On yeah. accident. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the TSA is a joke. Um, but otherwise, it was after that. It was like. I had a Nordstrom gift card to spend, so I went and did that. I stayed at a hotel that was really close to the downtown Nordstrom, so that was really fun. And then <laughs> Thursday, um, Thursday night, Christy and Jeremy lovingly picked me up, and we went and had dinner, and it was really, really fun. Um, though Jeremy forgot his vaccination card, so we had to sit outside, which was fine because it was like a heated covered patio so it wasn't a big deal but it was kind of it was kind of funny um and then but honestly you know half the time I just want to be alone so it was just like me kind of walking around alone or honestly being in my hotel and watching cable it was that was like kind of <laughs> thrilling um but yeah it was a great time so that was my that was my birthday journey on last week I'm so Lovely. jealous you got to go on a date with Jeremy and Christy it was really <laughs> fun it was really fun I know it, it was like <laughs> Jeremy and I sitting like same side sitting. We're like, hey, <laughs> no, but it was it was really fun. And thank you, Christy. It was you, it was a lovely night, lovely couple of days. Yes. Um, I, miss, I miss the New Mexicans. I still oh. have never been there. I need to go one of these times. Yeah. I miss the cornbread. Well, yeah, <laughs> cornbread's delicious. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Good times, good times. I will say that the weather, usually I go to Seattle in like 
the middle of summer, that's lovely. It's so it's such a nice break from Texas, and it's beautiful. The weather in October is like a little less desirable, but <laughs> it's fine. I really didn't care that much. I was like, whatever. This is like the real Seattle. It's a little it's bit like chilly, cold, and, and dark, yes. yeah. and rainy. It's all relative, though, right? Because yes. I was in Seattle in January, and it was like drizzly, and I was like, this is great. I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly, true. exactly. I got the kids cups. Well, actually, the, the last little thing I'll say. You know, I have to get my fucking kids something from every trip I go on. So I'm like looking around. What I I was in Pike Place Market. And I'm like, I don't want to buy any of this tchotchke shit that they're just going to like throw away or whatever. I'm, I want to get something sort of useful. So I got, <laughs> I was going to go to the first Starbucks because I really was staying around the corner from it and get them like cups or whatever from Starbucks because my kids have no taste. So they'll be like, yay, this is fun. And they could actually mm-hmm. use cups. There was a line around, a yeah, line there around it. Is. And I was like, no, I'm not. And so I went to a Starbucks down the street, like the yeah. other way. And I was like, whatever. They, they, all, have the they, <laughs> they <laughs> all have the same thing. They all have the same thing. And I then you just too- simply lie. <laughs> I, I got it from the yeah. first Starbucks. Yep. Indeed. This is exactly what I said. And they were charmed. And they love them. They, Bridget feels very like cool she's so cool yeah yeah, she thinks she's very cool she was like which one is from seattle when she was looking at the zoom the other day because she like wanted to show off her cup and i'm like don't Mm -hmm. worry about it (laughs) (laughs) um but it was really fun okay um moving on from that i feel like i have to i okay one i love the show last week i have so much to say about money i am like i (laughs) i I have so many money regrets. Like I don't even know where to start because I got, I was like on third base and I like basically went back to first base as far as my money goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I graduated from college, no debt, but I found a way to get in debt, you know, in my twenties. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, I guess we could do a part Are you two the kid in the little league game or not even little league tykes or whatever <laughs> t-ball that's going the wrong way. And all the coaches yes. are like, no, no, <laughs> Hillary, no, the other way. You're, you're wrong come home <laughs> but I want to go back there yeah it was really really some dumb shit but um I um for disclosure I would love I I think talking about money is so good and one of my best bosses she was so amazing in a lot of ways but the one thing that she was bad about is we were talking about we were friends and we still are friends but we were talking about money and she said, you just have to, I, I said, women should all tell each other what they make. So, you know, it's not this, like, nobody's just guessing, you know, you kind of know where you stand so you can, you know, bargain for more. Yeah. So you can advocate and, for yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cause you're like, no, and there's no clear, you know, glass door is only vaguely correct. Right. But most of the time I don't even really think it's that correct. But, um, she said, no, no, you just have to trust us that we're doing things like, Oh, please. yeah. And I was like, you have no incentive to give me money. You have incentive to save money for the company and that's fine. That's your job. But like mm-hmm. my job is to get more money. So that's, that was a major disagreement. Anyway, that being said, um, I, what I make and y'all sort of discussed it, <laughs> So I work with three commissioned people. They are not actually my bosses. I'm just on the team and I'm like the project manager. Now they make so much more money than I do. It's like extraordinary. Like I, I, I make so like, like a percentage of what they make, but reason being they've taken on the risk and I don't want to take the risk. I would rather be done, you know, at a certain time and not have to work all the time. Now that. I don't make as much money doing that, but I have like a more secure, I know how much I'm going to make like with every paycheck, whereas they can make zero or they can make 
$500,000. You know, there's like such a wide swing. Anyway, so my, my base salary um, is 75000 but because I, they do make so much money and I've, I did, I, they would try to hire me for management and I turned it down, but I had, I negotiated with my guys to like kind of subsidize because I was staying in my position and because they wanted me to, and I was turning down this role. So I make 75, but they, um, I don't know how to say this, like without, the IRS listening, they, they just, they gift <laughs> they me. Tip you. They yeah. tip me. Oh, gift, gift, gift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, qu- well, it's supposed to be quarterly, but like, I forgot, whatever. It's anyway, uh, $13,000. So I highly doubt the IRS is listening. I know. Don't so. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so they, th- th- like every three months they give me whatever, not, they don't give me 13,000 every three months, but they give me like a year. You get that. Minimum. I get that. Yes. On That's top nice. of like mine. Yeah. No, it is nice. It is nice. So, I mean, I'm bad at taxes, so whatever that is, you know. <laughs> it's even that. more because you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. pay taxes. Yeah, on I don't it. pay taxes so, yeah. on it. Yes, so I mean, I you to totally, totally do pay taxes on it. Well, yes, mm-hmm. yes, double the taxes. I mean, so many taxes you wouldn't <laughs> even believe it. It's, it's gross. So many taxes. I, I, <laughs> Practically I, nothing left over. I <laughs> know. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, so it's sort of an ongoing um, frustration in my job because I work really hard at my job and I don't always get to see the benefit. And we circle back to negotiating me getting like a percentage or whatever, because I say like, I would be more invested in this if I was, you know, so we get a new listing. I put like my heart and soul in it. Well, if I'm just getting paid a salary, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm just going to do enough. But if I was getting a percentage, obviously I would do more. But I also, again, I like to have some autonomy. I don't love, being on the hook all the time yeah, I and say, i really that's the trade-off right yes like, and like on the weekends balance. at the weekends i'll kind of look at my email just to kind of see if there's anything but i don't and like i left for two days to seattle and i you know did this big email of like this is where this is saved this is where this is saved this is what i'm working on blah 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 i i looked at my email because it like makes me sick to come back to you know a whole bunch mm-hmm. of emails right. that it, it, like that kind of i can't do that but like I wasn't, I told them, I said, if there's an emergency, you can text me because I'm not really going to be looking at my email. Like, I mean, I looked at it, but they didn't need to know that I was looking at my email. So anyway, I, I, um, it's a weird, it's just, it's weird because the disparity is like, I invoiced a deal for them where they made, it's weird. It's, they have to split it with the company some, but like the gross was a million dollars. And, you know, they, that's one deal. Like that's one deal. <laughs> um, and so it, the disparities are really big. So that's when I don't mind saying like, I'm going for two days. My, the benefit is that I get PTO. Like I, that's a small benefit, but I get PTO and you don't, that's the privilege of being salaried is, is that. And sometimes a certain member will be like, well, I work all the time. And I'm like, congratulations, you make the money to work all the time. And you've decided <laughs> that this is your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's an ongoing discussion. I had to lay down the law a couple of weeks ago because I was I was feeling a little frustrated with it, and and I think everybody's come around at least for right now. Yeah, anyway. well, memories of the goldfish family, that sort of oh. thing. Oh my god! 
And I'm like, remember, remember, like last week, they don't, I'm like, I'm, I put it on their calendars. I'm going, I'm going to be out of town. Remember, I'm going to be out of town. They actually remembered this time, which was shocking. Usually like right before we went to Europe two years ago, I was like, remember, I'm going to be gone for a week. Just remember that. And then the day before I'm like, okay, see y'all in a week. And they're like, wait, where are you going? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I feel like crazy. Mm -hmm. (sighs) They're gaslighting you. They are always constantly, constantly. So my question is. You said that this this one deal that they that you just invoiced mm-hmm. was like a million dollars gross. Yeah. yeah. How many deals typically do you do in a year? I mean, obviously last year was not great. They, they did fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, um, Troy, who's sort of the lead, I think he nets anywhere like four to six million I think a year a um, year a year yeah God. I know um I know he makes a lot I, they do a lot of deals and they've done a, shockingly a lot of deals in 2021 like a lot when what is happening right now here's commercial real estate corner what's happening right now is little companies really aren't leasing as much because they're like well our people are working from home we don't want to spend the money on new and we represent most of uh, the buildings that we represent are like Class A, which is like the really nice Class A downtown buildings. Now we have other submarkets, but it's like the really, you know, a lot of new builds, a lot of just like ex- the, the most expensive um, office spaces in Austin. Um, and what it is, it's the big tech companies or law firms or banks. Um, they A, want to be in Austin and B, especially law firms, they, they need the space. They're never going to go virtual 100% and because they want to have a space a really nice built out space for clients to come into so you know we're we've done a fair amount of deals definitely not as much as like 2019 um or 2018 was really like a really big year but um but it's it's kind of moving back there and there we just happen to be in the right like place and uh class of building so right and once you get the job with Elon, the deal with Elon yes. done. Mm-hmm. And well, and that's all the uh, God. The companies are wanting to move there because of him. Yeah, right? yeah, it's like a trickle down, sort of like, oh, he's mm-hmm. coming. And mm-hmm. every owner that we represent, they're like, can we get this in front of Elon? Oh, guys, oh my this God. is embarrassing. It's, it's like the stock market. It's a giant yeah. exercise in male psychology. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, I actually, you know, I kind of. Christy and I were talking about it when we were there, like. I some like some aspects of my job a lot, and I there I think that commercial real estate is a fascinating pl- because it's not anything people think about really because it's not that sexy, but like it's the backbone of a lot of stuff going on. And there's a lo- like kind of um, like the housing market. There's a lot of funds that are invested in buildings. So like Ohio Teachers Retirement is one of our clients. So like <clears throat> it's not just like a big bank. It's also you know teachers putting money into things and this is how it gets funded um but it's uh, it's fascinating but yes it's so much like male energy and gossip also weirdly like it's male energy and gossip which is you know seen as female but everybody's just like talking about it boys are so dramatic so dramatic oh my god oh my god yeah and all you know a lot of a lot of overgrown frat boys who's you know, 
parents because commercial real estate's not like um it's not like I want to be a lawyer or I want to be a doctor or something. It's it's something that you know about, and this is why it's so white and so male. It's something that you know about because your dad owns land or your dad was in commercial real estate. It's not it's not something that you are in college and you're like, oh, that's what I want to do. But it low key like makes a lot of money and is not that hard of a job. Honestly, <laughs> are you saying that they didn't go to a, a rigorous commercial real no. estate program in college? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, one of the big one of the big uh, brokers in town is this guy Case McCoy. And oh my God! A, and uh, he that was is, a former. That is a Texas romance novel name. Yes, or <laughs> like a character on um, Friday Night Lights. Would it surprise you that he was a former quarterback for UT football? No, no, he, no, no, no. It would not. And he, his his major was communications, oh, but he sure. probably had to be tutored through yes. that. Oh, of course, um, of course, of course. <laughs> I know. Every time I email him something, I'm like, I get a little excited because I'm a UT football fan. But then I'm like, Ugh. I, I'm both excited. Like, I'm emailing Case McCoy. And then I'm also like, Ugh. of course he has this job. God, he wasn't even that good of a quarterback. <laughs> no, and now he's making millions oh, of yeah. dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Anyway, that's it. Yay, money. Yay, money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christy, what two mistakes do you regret? From the last episode, I have two things I need to clear up. I lied about my salary, but only because I didn't know what it was. Um, I actually, my salary is actually 91000 It It's because the same time I got the raise, um, I had to add Jeremy and Elliot to my um, insurance, which cost me $600 a paycheck, which is crazy and gross and they had to prepay for one of the months and so payroll actually contacted me and said um you're gonna actually owe us money if we take this all out in the first one so do you want to divide it by three and I was like yeah let's do that (laughs) (laughs) and then so I didn't actually know what my real salary was until this paycheck that I just got so I don't think that counts as a lie I think you're in the clear here (laughs) (laughs) you liar and when my boss told me, she's like, it's like 91 or 93 or 95. I don't know what it is. <laughs> You'll just get it. And that I makes like, a difference. Okay. That's cool, cool, right? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. And my second mistake is a um, is another financial tip that my dad gave me that I think could help someone. So I wanted to give it real quick. It's about 401ks. Or what do you call it at the at your place, Anne? 403B. Yeah, so it's the, exactly the same. So yeah, it's just the um, nonprofit version. He said, "Always, it, if you can afford it, always do at least what your company matches, or you're leaving money on the table. Yeah. That's free money oh, that yeah. your company is yep, giving you. Totally. So always do that." Secondly, if you cannot do the max, which this year I think it's twenty thousand five hundred. If you cannot do the max, which you when you're forty, if you can afford it, you should be doing that. But if you can't. Do as much as you can, and then every time you get a raise, um, bring it up that much because you won't notice it. Yeah, it's also like um, less after taxes. So, like at my company, we get three percent. So if I was putting in ten percent, and then every October when we get the three percent, which we didn't get this year, but whatever, um, I would do thirteen, and then the next year, like up it another three percent because then you're not really noticing it and also if you've lived off that amount before it's fine and then you're slowly getting yourself up there so those are the those are the good 401k tips from rickwise i love it (laughs) love it but i don't want to feel like i have to live off this amount what do you mean because she's getting a big raise (laughs) 
because oh, no. I don't do anything or go anywhere. I don't go to concerts. I don't go to places. I don't have subscriptions. I mean, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. I coast off your Hulu subscription. Getting a raise might give me the feeling that, you know, I could actually do some things. And yes, I have absolutely been able to live off of this, but, you know... I I know, but the thing is that your raise is so much because they've been underpaying you that you wouldn't be able to put that much more into your 401k anyways, because you'd max it out. I suppose. I don't know about any of that stuff. You should be putting in the most that that you can, like max it out every year, because then you can have lots of fun hobbies. Like, you know, what you said your mom does. What does she do all day? (laughs) She's retired. Like, you can... You know, bird watch. And you need to save as much as you can so that we can all go on riverboat cruises when we're ready. Yes. Oh, that's true. Viking awaits us. We need to be able to afford the Viking cruises. And I want the nice room. I'm not cheaping out. Like, if we're going to go, we're not going to need a window with a patio. No. I want to see the fjords, goddammit. Exactly. Where's the Danube? Oh, well, no, it really was a wonderful show. And I, I feel like we could do more. Bobby and I could just break down all of our stupid mistakes. Don't don't stay home with your child. I love staying home with my child. Don't do it when you haven't actually planned to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to plan that years in advance. I don't know how people can I do it. I don't know how people do it either. Uh, me either. And I did it for <laughs> <nuts. laughs> It's called credit. Um, yeah. All right, Meredith, take us into the mailbag. Let's move on to the mailbag. Um, okay, I think I want to read, Justina sent us an email, and I want to read this first, and she also sent us a voicemail. So I want to read her email, play the voicemail, and then I'll read the rest of the responses. That's my plan, and I'm sticking <laughs> like to it. it. I like it. Okay. I approve. Justina says, hi, all. Been busy around here. We're about to redo our bathrooms, which is exciting and scary. Smiley face. That is scary because you never know (laughs) what they're going to find under those walls. (laughs) Christy. (laughs) In the plumbing. Uh, Voice memo attached regarding my financial regret. I really want to commend you for doing the episode. It was really good to hear these things being said out loud. I grew up in a family that was terrible with money. And so I had to be the little mini adult that talked to the guy from the power company out of turning off our power. The upside of that was I took charge of my own finances just as soon as I walked out the door. Things were tight, but I knew I could survive even worse situations because I had. So I just motored on. And it gave me an interesting relationship with risk, both financial and career. I'm not afraid of taking them because I know if it doesn't work out, I will pivot and do something else. But I take smart risks. No Dogecoin for me. That's good. Uh, I I bought Dogecoin. Oh, God. Um, I just heard about the, what was it, Squid Coin? That turned out, coasting off the popularity of Squid Game, of course, that turned out to be a giant scam. And the offerers, founders... Scammers walked away with three million dollars. Oh, disappeared. Hmm. That's very squid game like. <laughs> uh, okay, she continues. One thing: I was honestly shocked that parents will stop feeding a kid. <laughs> Me too. And could have no idea what college costs. Even my parents didn't do that, and they are not great. <laughs> I guess it's a cultural thing. My mom was born dur- during World War II, so making sure everybody has enough food is a huge thing for her, and education was the highest priority for her. So yeah, I was fed and going to college. It wasn't a question. Now they had no money, so my financial aid was high, and I took out loans, but they knew I was doing it. 
So I again commend you badasses for persevering and finding your way in the world that is not set up for your success. You go. <laughs> Thanks, Justina. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. It's like a little bit of a balm for my soul that somebody else is like, that's messed up. <laughs> no. You're like, it was? I, didn't, I didn't know any better. But yeah, in retrospect, it totally was. And yeah. and I also, I like, educa- it's funny because education was super important to my, my mom, especially when I was when I was younger, like especially in high school. Like I think I've talked about before how she was absolutely never going to pay me for grades because it was just expected that I would get good grades. And I did. Mm-hmm. Um but when I started to worry about how I was going to pay for college, I tried a couple of tactics. One was asking my rich grandparents, and they were like, huh, interesting. Nope. And then <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I won't go to college. And my mom was like, okay. That's so like, oh, weird. Shoot, sure. That's Damn not going to work. Uh, shoot. I guess I'll have to figure this out myself. So that was <laughs> that went. Yeah. It's a little bit of a thorn in my side. Um, but I'm not the only one with uh, money regrets, so I'm going to move on to our Facebook question of the week responses, uh, which is, what's your biggest financial regret? There were some good ones. Some really good ones, yeah. Yeah, everybody should just read these and make sure that you don't make these mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're young Especially the second correct. one. <laughs> okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, Barb says, allowing my ex to control the money. Totally. Ooh. It's very scary to have somebody, one person, totally yep. in control. Like, I think... I think some some sort of sharing and communication needs to happen. Absolutely. Um, Okay, Linda says, many, many years ago, I, quote unquote, bought into Mary Kay using money we really didn't have. MLMs can be awful, especially for young moms who don't understand how manipulative they can be. Oh, yeah, that sucks. You know, my mom did Mary Kay and it was a whole other experience for her. And it came at a point in her life. And I, I mean, I can't speak for her but i will where i think she was in a position where she'd been a stay-at-home mom and she had been for so many years defined through those roles of being a mother and being a wife and sure you know not having her own identity and mary Kay was the first time in really in decades where she could have something for herself and be a person Mm -hmm. in herself rather than in relation Mm -hmm. to someone and frankly she had the money. She was never doing it because we needed the extra money. She was just doing it for fun and, and social to get out of connections. Yeah. Kids. So, yeah. you know, she was never like hustling to have parties and recruit people and stuff. That wasn't what she wanted to Her do. Her downline and yeah. mom's downline. I don't believe she had a downline ever. <laughs> but she, you know, she did for many years, like um, she helped with the monthly newsletter for her director, which is the director actually, they print the commission check right on the, in the newsletter. So everybody can see what commission Vivian got this month from everybody else's sales, you know, just to motivate this could be Mm -hmm. you, yeah, you know? So it's like, I always thought, well, Mary Kay is not that bad because my mom had such, I think an atypical experience with it because she wasn't looking to make money Mm -hmm. from it. So in that way, I think it was great, but for people like Linda, I'm so sorry. I know. That's that kind of reminds me of my my aunt Kathy has done Pampered Chef for a really long time and when I was little I didn't know that that was a, that it was an MLM but it was it's the exact same situation my uncle is like an executive and she doesn't need the money but she raised two kids and kind of stopped working so this was something to you know to occupy her and to give her some social contact and all that stuff and it seemed to do well for her right um, and-, and I don't think she cared about the money or the downline either no and I think we were just saying with 
Barb's contribution, allowing your ex or your your spouse to control all the money. I think maybe it's a a, a tiny uh, stab at achieving some balance yeah. for someone That's- who doesn't control the money and, and thus doesn't have any of the power just to right. give you a little bit of monetary autonomy. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Which That's is really def- important. That's definitely why my mom started working at some point because she was like, I need to, you know, not be just under the control. Not that my dad's like controlling, but he did control all the money. So it was like, I need to have some autonomy from this. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. Moving on. Joseph says all the cigarettes I bought. I mean, that's unfortunate I- in a couple of ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being really upset when they moved to $5 pack. It's like, Oh yes. Oh, God. Terrible. But remember, Joseph, you looked cool. You Very, did so extremely cool. cool. And being a former smoker makes you eligible for the COVID booster. <laughs> I learned that as well. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> Finally, some benefits. Thanks, yep. Philip Morris. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Anne says, one, I wish I started using the You Need a Budget software sooner so that 1A, I like this numbered list, this very ordered list, 1A, I would have understood the concept of credit card float sooner parentheses, I've paid my credit card in full every month for 25 plus years, but often with money I got after I spent it. I think I'd have made better decisions if I was spending or saving or investing money I already had. That is a very good point. Yeah. That's a scary um, position Yeah, to be in. Yeah. To have that trust that the money will be there when you need it. Oh, when I was a broke, like 20 year old, I did check floating a lot and it didn't always work out. Sometimes it was catastrophic. Mm. I think it was one of the reasons that I was not cut out to be president of my choir, because when we got down to doing the budgeting part, we didn't have a lot of sources of income. And like our conductor was like, and this year, I really want to add some more paid section leaders, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And I was like, yeah, but how are we going to pay for that? And he's like, well, we'll we'll get a grant. And I said, no, we we will not just get a grant. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just get a grant. You're awarded a grant. It's not a guarantee. And so I think that we should budget to within our means. And he's like, Anne, you just don't understand budgeting. It's the time Mm -hmm. when you go for everything that you want. And I said, I'm pretty sure that's not what budgeting is. (laughs) (laughs) This guy sounds like an idiot. (laughs) I wonderful person, very smart artist yes. artist and musician yeah, yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> yeah different different skills um shanna says not knowing how to budget in my early 20s same girl mm-hmm. yes everybody i think is in that boat to some extent um kate says assuming my deadbeat boyfriend would pay me back after we broke up oh <laughs> that's a good that's a good uh, lesson yep kate you're so funny i know that's adorable <laughs> Uh, Lane says, in grad school, I had to buy a new car since mine needed major repairs that exceeded the value of the car. I didn't have much money, yeah. but my then partner told me the daughter of one of his colleagues was selling her car, a Ford Taurus, and pushed me to check it out, even though I don't like buying things like that from people I have personal connection to. Yeah, that's a good instinct. Yeah, it is. Um, I test drove it, didn't love it, and my instinct said not to buy it, even though there were no red flags at the mechanic. But I let my partner persuade me to do this for the sake of his relationship at work long story short this car was a lemon and i spent many times the price of the car on repairs i have good instincts and never should have let someone make me question them also it couldn't have been fun for him since i brought it up for years (laughs) well he deserves at least that much (laughs) well and the car that i saw 
like in the thread that she went from a Subaru to a Ford Taurus. Oh, like, come on. No. Oh, no. Come on. Fix the Subaru always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amanda says, losing half my retirement savings in my divorce. Ooh. Oh, man. That's a hard one. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. I came out on the positive side of that one, actually. He ended up owing me quite a bit of money um, <laughs> in, <laughs> from his retirement savings. So score for me. Yes. He'll be fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Thea says, following Dave Ramsey before we realized he's a sexist bigot yeah. and stopping retirement contributions to pay off debt. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's so... Um, Dave used to really, really be into him. Um, and even like went to his studio in Nashville. This was years and years and years ago before... Like we really, I mean, he, we knew he was like conservative, but he was so obsessed with paying off debt. Now that was like sort of helpful to us when we were paying mm-hmm. off credit card debt. It was like, uh, you know, different tactics of like how to do it. But yeah, we probably did stop save. I mean, this is why debt, credit card debt, especially is so evil and insidious because it makes you not save anything. Um, but that, you know, that was good, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like, what he just is he's terrible his Mm -hmm. his i mean his politics have like infringed so much on on the way that he gives out money advice and he's like a cult of personality now and it's yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that sort of one size fits all advice is not not great no Ugh, that's horrible um bet says all the cigarettes and booze i know (laughs) you and joseph in that boat together (laughs) slowly raising my hand like (laughs) Um, Tierra says not putting my spare money into investing sooner. Yeah, totally. Um, and Louise graduating from law school during the height of the recession. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Louise kind <laughs> of control that, but uh, yeah, yeah, like, that's not a mistake. Yeah. I mean, it just sucks. I mean, I graduated from my master's program in 2009 and so, you know, it does like, uh, like you were saying, your first salary being low really sets you up for a low salary for a really long time it costs you a lot of money mm-hmm. in the long yeah. run yeah and when jobs are scarce you take what you can get so it does end up harming you and so it's that's not our fault i think um that's that's not something you should personally regret but i totally yeah. understand <sighs> and then finally this is this hurts me sam says <laughs> not buying bitcoin when i learned about it it was eight dollars <laughs> each okay uh, sam you wizard <laughs> Uh, Dave asked me the other day, he's, he emailed me or texted me and said, should I buy some Bitcoin? I'm like, what? Or cryptocurrency? I'm like, no. He was like, I should have bought it earlier. I'm like, I'm not interested in this conversation. You can do whatever you want. But Gregory <laughs> bought, some, yeah, now I just looked it up. They're worth $60,000 now. One Bitcoin. Um, oh. Gregory bought a f- some cryptocurrency. I think he limited, he was like, I'm going to spend $1,000 and just see what happens. And I think it's up to four now. So it's, That's you know, not bad. Not terrible. He's just going to let it sit there, I think. What, what Hillary, what movie was it? It was a time traveling movie. Was it Frequency? What? Where uh, where in the end somebody like goes back in the past and tells their best friend, just remember this Yahoo or something. Oh, that? oh that was what, on like what movie um, is that? Was it Liar Liar or something? No. I know exactly what you mean. They're I like know. at a baseball field. Or yeah, something. he pulls up and his license plate says Yahoo on his car it's like t- or something. Like a time traveling. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I. I keep movie. thinking frequency, but I, I think just... about that a lot for okay. some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm googling it. Hold on. That's what I always say. If I could go to myself in the past, I would just say Apple, Microsoft. And, and you're it. right. It is. It is. It's frequency. Oh my god. 
god, I'm oh, so you did good. It. Very nice. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> I like that yeah. movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid. Who the was Gino's. the best friend? James Caviezel. Caviezel yes. is the I had a Caviezel son. moment. <laughs> then he then he was in the Passion of the Christ. Yes, and I, was I, like, Jesus. Oh, I was like, we all mm, broke I think this person's no, views might not be compatible with mine. No, uh, he's very no. religious. Noah Emmerich. Yes, from yes, Gay. it was Noah yeah. Emmerich. Yep, Elizabeth Mitchell, who I know her sister randomly, the girl from Lost. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I forgot about Justina's voicemail. Let's play it now. Hi guys, it's Justina. I think my biggest financial regret is that I didn't negotiate my salary uh, when I was just starting off. I had uh, finished my master's, my husband was in a PhD program. Um, We wanted to just get going and um, I'd been burned by uh, the the job market in 91 when I graduated with my ma- my bachelor's. Um, and uh, so when I got the job offer, I just took it. I didn't negotiate it. It was a reasonable offer, but it I probably could have bumped it up more. And, you know, as I read more and more about how, you know, that beginning salary at the very start really gets you set up for the future I regret that I didn't push it. And um, I regret that this is something that women tend to do. And so I really want to encourage any other woman listening to negotiate. That's what the guys do. We should do it too. That's it. Um, it's it's such a good piece of advice. And like I, whenever Bridget is, is going for a job, it's like I, I need to... to you don't need to be scared. You don't just need to take whatever they're offering. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's a big company, like they have enough money. It's they fun. can afford it. Yeah. It's such, the thing is, it's so impersonal to them, but it's so personal to you. Yep. And exactly. so it's a real um, imbalanced dynamic, not just in terms of power, but in terms of how much it means to you. Like I, I'm 20 odd years into my career. And I think I would have no idea now how to do it. Like, I haven't learned any lessons that would help me feel better about it two decades later from when I I didn't do it. I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but I'm for sure that I talked about it with you guys, that when I made them move to the University of Minnesota, my boss, to-be boss, called me up and offered me the job. And I think she offered me 44 thousand and i was making 36 in retail this was i think you did say that yeah Yeah. i think Mm -hmm. i don't remember and i said yes i'll take it and she was like um are you sure you don't you want to like think about it and i said no no i will take it like i was so desperate because like i was starting to feel trapped by retail you know you go on the interviews and people are like well why have you you know not been working in your field for six Mm -hmm. years and i was like i have to get out of here before i am permanently mired in a place that I don't want to be so I was just like I will take it I will take it I will take it you know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah I understand that yeah I mean I, I I hadn't done it until I you know got this job offer from where I work now and I actually like they offered me more money than I was already making more money from the hospital you know at my my little tiny middle dumb job um and uh 
I was like, this is an opportunity for me to like learn, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, if they don't want to give it to me, there's little downside. Um, I already have a job where I'm making more money than I was at the hospital. So it's even if they're like, oh, I'm so offended. We are not going to hire you, which they wouldn't do. Um, I'm fine, you know, so it was very low stakes. And so what happened um, was I was very, I was very like noncommittal when they told me the salary range because they were hiring for a variety of positions and they were like the range is from I think they said like 125 to 160 and, <laughs> and you said the, hmm, interesting <laughs> I was just like oh okay um and and they were like well what would it take to get you to move and I was like well I'm not entirely sure um you know I haven't been there too long I kind of changed the subject I just was like yeah. sure I just kind of evaded and then when they made me an offer I was like okay let me think about it I'll talk to my husband and blah 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 and I also wanted to look over the benefits and I used the benefits as like a okay so the the insurance is fine but it does cost a lot more than at my current company so is there any wiggle room on the salary and they bumped it up five grand and I was like okay Nice. So it was it was scary and it was weird, but I was very proud of myself. No, that's it is. It it is uh, the only um, I really never super duper negotiated except with my bonus. But my old company, um, when it was um, not a corporation, we were just like a we were like a affiliate. Um, We got if one person, not my family, but one person, like a single payer, we got free. We didn't have to pay um, for healthcare. It was like a part of your totally subsidized. Pack. By the yeah, company, yeah, it was great. But I mean, I couldn't have the kids or Dave, but they could just be on his. So great. Well, the company was sold. Like the the people, uh, they sold it to Cushman and Wakefield, and they all gave us our new contracts that we had to sign. And we were all making the same amount of money, which I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Even though they made a shit ton of money from selling it, but we had to pay. Um, for healthcare. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, absolutely. No. I was like, that's, and I, I talked that's to taking s- a pay cut. I mean, I really said, I, right. I said, you just sold this company for a lot of money and I'm taking a pay cut for this. I don't think so. Yeah. So they had to renegotiate. And I it was sort of that same thing. Where I was like, I, when it was all of us, like it was all the staff that don't mm-hmm. make commission. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like that's just because you wanted to sell the company. doesn't mean I should take a pay cut. Like I didn't do anything except like sit here while you made a million dollars. And you know they would have just done it if nobody oh, had spoken of course, up. Of course. They just wanted to see what they could get away with. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of like young, mostly women who are, you know, just like, okay, you know, this mm-hmm. is just like the corporate structure. But yeah, that was definitely a time that I was like, oh, yeah. fuck if off. this is what I get, I guess this is what I get. Yes. I should be grateful to have a job. Exactly. Ugh. You know what I'm thinking? I would like if I'm next in a negotiating position... Meredith, I want you to come and be my negotiating representative. Same. Yes. yes. You're very calm. Well, and I think I could do it better for somebody else where I sure. don't, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I don't feel like. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's why like athletes and actors and performers, whatever, have agents. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the people who oh, yeah. I can be your salary negotiation agent. Yes. Oh, yeah. hmm. Why? Why? That's my commission. Make, yeah. Why make us go into a situation where we have a lot personally at stake? Just trust somebody else who's not yeah. personally involved to do it for us. Oh, I know. I'll do it. Like I'll executive like, yes, negotiator. This, we're gonna okay. This is a business idea. We're gonna start a firm. Oh my mm-hmm. god, this is a legit good business idea, Ooh, you guys. Mm-hmm. Tax exempt and everything. Where we actually hire ourselves out to negotiate for women. I like this. Hell yeah. It's a this really has good to idea. exist. It does. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's a really good idea, though. Hmm, but first, Googling it. marshmallows. <laughs> wait, we the marshmallows have to wait. Uh, company, companies. Uh, what is that? Oh, that even moon chaser salary negotiation. So it exists. Okay, so I haven't had a genius idea, but well, but it's not why we have a competitor. That's yeah, all. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> cool. All right. Um, okay, well, with all the money that we have been, um, we're going to be rolling in, we'll get to spend a lot of our free time making marshmallows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that a good segue? No, that yes. was terrible. I'm no Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything to say up front about our um, trip into the kitchen. We've done it a couple of times before, so hopefully everybody knows how it works. We'll just head straight into the marshmallow making experience. And then when we're done with that, we'll come back and we'll uh, do the debrief. So let's get into it. <laughs> we should do this as video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was hotly requested by my co-hosts. We're making marshmallows. Uh, not only that, we're making springy, fluffy marshmallows from the Smitten Kitchen website, um, which, of course, Meredith knew immediately because you make stuff from there, right? I love her so much. And she just she, she does everything, not just baked goods, all kinds of foods. But I always love using her recipes because she is so like anal and compulsive. You know that the recipe is going to turn out. She doesn't just crib from other people and throw it up on the on the WordPress or whatever she uses. She uses something way much better than WordPress. But anyway, so I have had this recipe so long that it's actually printed out and in my little three ring binder. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Because I like it so much. So um, we're going to go through this. It's not technically baking because there's no oven involved. There's stovetop and there's a lot of um, beating and not only your children, cats as well (laughs) but it is something that it's one of those things like why would you ever make marshmallows right it's such a um as they say on fake off it's such a faff it's just so much easier to go to the store and um get a a bag of jet puffed or whatever in various sizes or colors but i think it's worth doing at least once so that you can see what the difference is between homemade and store-bought Okay, so we have the recipe here. You all have had a chance to look at the recipe and I'll do a quick uh, rundown. This is made in a nine by 13 inch pan and it says mix 96 marshmallows. <laughs> That's too many marshmallows. And <laughs> It's too small of marshmallows, but it doesn't matter. You could always use an eight by eight pan and they would just be twice as tall you know, yeah. whatever, I could just like make one giant marshmallow too. Ooh, I mean, you I like will that. make one giant marshmallow. It's up to you mm-hmm. how many um, parts you cut it into. But I just think that um, to get 96 out of, of anything out of one of those nine by 13 pans, that's too small. So anyways, we have in the ingredients list about a cup of confectioner sugar three and a half envelopes of unflavored gelatin, a cup of cold water, two cups of regular sugar, half a cup of light corn syrup, a quarter teaspoon of salt, two large egg whites, and either one tablespoon of vanilla or half a vanilla bean. I mentioned in the last show that I did buy two vanilla beans for 19.99, and I was like, 
what better use for one half of them for marshmallows? So I did my, make mine with um, fresh vanilla bean and I, they're extra snowy white because there's no brown vanilla in there, but I don't know that it actually really changes Oh, Meredith and the homemade vanilla. I did end up making my own homemade vanilla extract and it's very pale right now. How old is it? It a month. So it takes several months for Mm -hmm. it to to fully Wow. And you've got it like in a dark corner. Yeah, it's up it's in a cabinet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you said this is one of your favorite recipes. So Mm -hmm. it's in your binder. What do you use them for? Making marshmallows, Christy. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Like, you don't like then put it into something else. No, okay. because I don't fool around enough. Maybe I, if I have recipes that use marshmallow fluff. <gasps> hi, Bridget. Mm-hmm. Bridget Butler will be joining hi. us a little bit for this. Say hi. Cool. Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> peace, 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 peace. She can't um, hear us. <laughs> just the way we like it. <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, like if I was making something that had marshmallow fluff, maybe I could substitute this before it set, but I don't really feel like good. messing around with it and potentially ruining something to find out. So I guess it's like, like if it's marshmallow that's going in something, who cares by the, mm-hmm. by the store stuff. And if it, you're yeah. having a marshmallow, then you can make the handmade ones. That's what I think. I like it. Yeah. All right. So the first question that I have to ask is, um, I know everybody has a stand mixer. Do you have a hand mixer as well? Yes. Yes. I do not. I do not. Okay. I got my handy dandy whisk. That will just change the order of the operations. Because in that case, we want to do the, uh, we want to whip up the egg whites in the, in the whipper, in the mixer, and then set them aside and whip the rest of it in mixer because I don't know no there will be no hand whipping in any of this that'll take too long yeah and besides why this is a 21st century well yeah we're we're weak coddled women controversial opinion I prefer my hand mixer to my stand mixer but that is because I don't bake that much so like when I make chocolate chip cookies I just I don't like to get the whole like shebang out and mm-hmm. I like, can just, you know, yeah. it's easy. I agree. I agree. Um, so the first thing that we have to do is get the gelatin softening. Uh, and so let's look at the recipe here. Oh no, wait. The first thing we have to do is prepare the pan, which says oil the bottom and sides the of the 13 by nine by two inch rectangular metal baking pan. Um, what I did was I also, Meredith, I think we might have the same pan. Oh no. This one is a slightly bigger. So mine are going to be a bit thinner, but it's you don't okay. usually find the pants that are quite that square, but mine has a little like fold thing on the side. It's Williamson. This is technically a meatloaf pan and I got it because it has a rounded edge. So it's easier to clean. The other one has like a folded edge where there's like a seat. Oh, so, anyway, what size meatloaf I got this are to you make... making in that? Well, I got That's this a huge I got this to make. I... Hey, hold on. I got it to make focaccia. <laughs> So it's the perfect size for focaccia. Okay. I guess the better question is who is making that size of meatloaf? (laughs) Not Meredith. Not me. So when I was doing this, um, from the times that I've made marshmallows before, sometimes it's a little futzy to try and like lever the sheet of finished marshmallow out of that. So I took a sheet of wax paper and I 
line the bottom with a sheet of wax paper that like comes up at the sides and over the edge so that you can just lift it out instead of having to dump it out. So instead of oiling, this is you, I would oil, oil it too. I would oil it and put oh. the wax paper in and then put uh-huh. a little oil on the wax paper. Got it. So oil, wax, oil. Yeah, mostly okay. you put oil first so that the wax paper sticks in there and it doesn't move around. And can what I know kind of strategies oil? for oil? Yeah. Um, Pam, cooking spray. Okay, that's what you usually use? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I usually do too, but we're out. I'm not so, rubbing just, anything around the inside of a pan if I don't have to. No butter, none of that stuff. We're going with pan. I did actually spray. Quick oil, but now I'm going to spray the, the... the only pan I, I have has yes, flour in it. Um, I probably wouldn't do that then. I have spray canola oil. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that's what I have. And okay, I don't think I have wax paper. I have parchment paper. Do you think that's yeah, okay? Yeah, that'll work. Okay. I didn't test it, but I don't see why it wouldn't work. Yeah. So we can lift it out so we get it. Yeah, otherwise you have to get like the edge of a knife or something under there yeah. and kind of pry it. And... All right, babe. Oh, Bridget likes that spray. I just sprayed <laughs> it in her face. It's like when my it's like when my mom would hair spray her hair and I'd be standing right behind her. Aquanet. Be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so oil, and then did you say put sugar on it or did I just read ahead? So you got the oil, then you got the paper, then you got more oil so that the mm-hmm. paper is just good and greasy. And then you put some confectioner sugar in there. Okay. I know. Okay. Bridget just learned that uh, gelatin, what it's made of. <laughs> oh, that's not a fun realization, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Jello it's is not fun, but it tastes so good. <laughs> Gummy bears. Oh. It was so annoying when I was a vegetarian. Yeah, no kidding. I just. I just pretend it's not happening as a vegetarian. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> okay. Is this good, Anne, or do I need more? Wait, hold on. So you put it in, and then you just, yeah, shake it around, shake it on the sides a little bit, okay. get the sides a little bit coated. This is like flouring. Oh. A- yeah, Ooh, exactly like-, like flouring. Sometimes like with baking, I feel like I'm like a baby boomer who's learning how to use a computer. I'm like, is this going to break it? (laughs) How do you cut and paste again? (laughs) At least you have a child to teach you how to rotate a PDF. (laughs) Control shift R! (laughs) You know, one of my goals in life, and I have not mastered it at all, is to never use my mouse because I think it's inefficient to use a mouse. I want to know all the shortcuts, but I'm not. Oh, man. Gregory is so good at that, and I'm so bad at it. He knows all the shortcuts. Keyboard shortcuts. I have to get exercise somehow, moving that mouse around. (laughs) I have to get carpal tunnel somehow. They're good, girl. All right, everybody's greased up and ready to go. 
Yes. Now, set the pan aside because we won't need that for a while. And we just have to get that uh, gelatin softening up. So you need half a cup of cold water in the uh, base of a bowl of some sort. Hillary, since you have both the stand and the hand mixer, you can put it in the base of the stand mixer because that's where it's going to go eventually. Okay. So, sorry, I should put it in my stand mixer then? No. Since since you don't have a hand mixer, just put it in a bowl. Okay. Half a cup of cold water. Half a cup, right? Yep. Get fridge water that is cold. And then uh, three and a half packages. Yep. Assuming that they're all standard size, which I do. I'm going to measure mine out because I'm not sure. What's the, what brand do you have, Christy? Knox. Gelatine. Is that, yep. is that yeah? Is that that, bad? That's right. That's what I use. Okay. So I okay. know that's for sure. That's the only thing, thing they had at the store. So. I have H. I have Hill Country Fair, which is mm, the HEB brand. I'm assuming it looks about the, the right size. Yeah, it's two and a half, two tablespoons plus two and a half teaspoons. And how three much and is and in one of these packs? How will I know what a half is? It's a little and... bit less. I don't know. You just yeah. need to eyeball it. They don't, it's, it's a little bit less than two tablespoons. It won't break it if I no. do. Okay. Nope. All right. It could yeah. be the like tiniest bit more rubbery or the tiniest bit less rubbery, but I don't think it really matters. Three and I realized about Jello hmm. um, a long time ago is that jigglers, Jello jigglers are just more gelatin gel jello. there's nothing special about them i thought they were yeah, not. or you add less water yeah I'm are the jigglers the, the ones that are in colors or, or in shapes like well, yeah like you can and... pick them up yeah yeah you can pick them up without them falling so we're mixing this stuff right uh it's you don't really need to mix it but it doesn't hurt it's already turned into goop yeah it looks gross uh, yeah, yeah, it does, does look does. gross. So what it's going to sit there while we're doing other stuff and oh. just sort of soak up the water and soften and get all ready to be melted. Oh, bear's back. I'm going to put him away. <laughs> bad timing, sir. Come here. Guess who's back? back. Say bye. Bye. Hi, bear. Adios. Okay. I love how you just sort of dump them out the door. This happens multiple times about it. that's what i did with jeremy too like he doesn't even (laughs) fight it anymore he just like goes limp and i put his favorite bath mat in there so he Mm -hmm. has a comfortable place to no one was looking hi jeremy hi jeremy what what hi jeremy he said hi he's about to go on a walk so he's wearing his short shorts and his uh uh fanny pack jeremy and i should walk together we'd be quite (laughs) the duo Mm -hmm. Can I, I join his now that I have top. a fanny pack? Yes. yes. You're in our gang. All right. Okay, and there he is. He's saying hi. Hi, Jeremy. Those shorts aren't that short. <laughs> They're not Bermuda shorts. No. They're decent. Okay, time for cooking. So get your saucepan out. And now we're going to add the regular sugar, which, what did we say? Two cups of sugar. Let you pour this, okay? This is grant, just regular sugar, right? Yep. Yeah. And is it going Two into the cups. pan, you said? Yep, into the pot, because we're going to put that on the stove. Okay. 
Any fancy, fancy canisters like Meredith has. I'm just afraid of moths. That's true. Meredith's, Meredith's been traumatized in her life. Yeah. Gross. I was so traumatized ways. by that little house on the prairie where they all got sick from the rats being in the flower. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I don't they got remember the plague, that. right? I don't think they had... I don't think they had fall jars back then, did they? <laughs> Honestly, I'm so much more familiar with the books than the television. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Two cups of sugar in the pot. And then one half cup of light corn syrup. Um, that means it's good for dieting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drink well, it straight. No joke. Uh, in advertising uh, rules, a product can be labeled as light if it has half the sugar, no, half the carbs, 30% of the sugar, or is lighter in color. <laughs> oh There's some gosh, truth so in labeling you. for you. You said half a cup of? Half a cup, yep. Okay. Look, look, look. It is very almost clear. Ugh. Pretty. yum yum it's like yum. that liquid candy you know that mm-hmm. kids get that are like shaped weird just give bridget uh, a spoonful of that mm. okay and where does this go in the pot right hey, because how do you regular granulated sugar wasn't thing. enough we're just gonna yeah. add some yeah. super Classic. sugar more sugar Classic. how do you how do you accommodate for some of it sticking into the cup? With my finger? I'm using it. your finger? Okay. No, no, no. I'm just using the statue. I just overdo it a little bit. Yeah, sometimes I do I was that holding too. a cat a minute ago. So. I assume that I am going to lose a little. So I put a little yeah. extra in sometimes. Oh, you do? Okay. That, that's kind of what I was asking because I've done that before. So. Depends Especially on with how... like peanut butter. Yeah, it depends on how yeah. um, rigorous I'm feeling. And for sticky things, it can be really mm-hmm. hard to get it all out. Yeah. Molasses. And... and plus more sugar. I mean, there's nothing exactly. wrong with that. Dishwasher. And you, then you we need another half of a cup yeah. of cold water. And that goes into the In pot, the pot. Too? Yep. Okay. Link got into the catnip that I left for a bear, and now he's like... Trying to escape. <laughs> okay. They know, man. They know I'm on. <laughs> That's Elliot's mom. Oh. And then a quarter quarter teaspoon of salt. Regular salt, not the fancy kosher salt that we used that one other time. It's regular old table salt. I have good old Morton's. Quarter, quarter, quarter. Like uh, what other kind of salt is there? Over the- I have like five kinds of salt. I mean, but regular table salt. It's always just yeah. Morton's, right? Oh, they have like, you know, Fred Meyer brand. That's the oh. thing I have. I think that's probably still Morton, but just repackaged. It's probably just re, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Now cook it. Oh. It says um, low heat. Um, I did mine a little higher than low heat, but I have an electric stovetop, so that always mm-hmm. takes longer. If you guys have gas, 
probably it'll be faster than mine. I'm gonna bring you over to the stove. But still on let's like, go low. Yeah, okay. low or I'll low, medium. Okay. Oh, that sure. sounds like egg farts. That's gonna help at all. We just need all the sugar to melt without burning. I'm gonna use my burner, I think. Because the other one is so strong. Okay, and this is the, where the wooden spoon comes in. Right? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Hold on. Hold on, baby. I mean, I don't know how important it really is for a wooden spoon, but traditionally with sugar, yeah, you use a wooden spoon. Why is that? I don't know. I think maybe oh. because some of the cheaper plastic stuff melts at lower temperatures. And we're going to be getting up pretty high. Sometimes it's like important for it to be non-reactive, but I don't think that's the case here. No, I don't Do we think need so. to cons- consistently stir? But just make sure you scrape along the bottom so that we're not getting any sugar scorching. That's the important part. It's just to keep it moving so that it doesn't scorch. Let me turn this really loud. This is my, this is my good burger, but it means it like... <laughs> it goes off to the moon. Yeah, everyone's got a favorite burner. Front left, baby. Left? That's insane. That's front right. Right, all the way. Yeah. I know. I think, I think it's just the way that my kitchen is positioned that this is just mm. the one where I can like pivot. Okay, pause real quick because I have to put some broccoli in the oven for dinner today. <laughs> broccoli is not part of the marshmallows. No, it is not. I mean, it could be. Um, oh, that's so gross. Addition. I've got my candy thermometer in here and it's not a hundred degrees yet. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be a while. This is just to get the sugar all melted and mostly mm. clear. So now Should you see we, it, it's I, wet and, and cloudy looking. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you're saying it's going to like clarify? Yep. Mm. Want to start somebody? Get after it, friend. What happens if we don't have a candy thermometer? Do you have another thermometer? I mean, like if the kind I put, like I looks like a gun and I shoot my head with it. Uh, no, I would say that's not the right kind of thermometer. <laughs> you need it like a digital read, like a meat thermometer or I have a, a digital. I have like a non-digital one. meat thermometer. I have like a pokey. That one. should work. Oh, wait. I don't know how calibrated this is. I've had it for years. Should I just assume it's calibrated? It'll be an adventure. I can't see it. I don't know if you have to calibrate a thermometer, do you? Oh, that's not ideal, but it'll work. Yeah, that's what I have. I mean, you really should have one like Meredith's, but if we're going to use a meat thermometer, that's better than no thermometer. I don't have any idea why I even have this because it's not gonna make candy ever. <laughs> Just found it in the drawer. How about, how about jam? When you make jam, I don't ever make jam. <laughs> don't know how to make jam. Um, what else could you possibly make? I needs? think maybe. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Did I make fudge or something? Did I make caramel? No, I didn't deep fry anything because you can use it for that. Who knows? It'll come to me in the night. Oh, 
this is usually the point where I'm like, ugh, and I turn the temperature up a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm at 140. I was just going to do that. <laughs> I can't turn up my summer burner anymore. I don't think. Maybe I can. What does it have to be at? Okay. It, we're not going for a particular temperature right now. Okay. We're just melting everything. Got it. Until the sugar is dissolved. And so when it's relatively clear, we'll be ready for the next step. It always takes me longer than I think it should, but I, again, I always attribute it to having electric stove. Yeah. I really want an induction cooktop. That's my next stove. It's, you know, it's so funny because like, I, I remember moving into places and being like, ooh, it's gas. And now I mean, I'm so naive. I always just thought gas was the best. And it is like for cooking. I think it is like, you know, the most, the easiest but it's like bad really bad for the environment and like a bad for you, the air in your house yeah like, i know i was like i didn't know that i mean neither i was, either. I was recently reading about it yeah well electric isn't necessarily that much better it just depends on what kind of energy the uh electric utility uses if they're using coal-fired yeah, yeah. plants yeah and it's no better no but as far as your your house's air quality or like sure. the danger it's a lot less I know that's why I don't want a gas stove because I'm scared yeah. of open flames. I mean, that's healthy. I try not to think about the fact that my furnace is a gas furnace. <laughs> <laughs> Our dryer is too. Link, what do you think? Oh, that's what you think. Where's your, your buddy is in prison because yeah. <laughs> he did drugs. Hey, well. 170 degrees. It must it's be getting, getting more there, clear. Then. Yeah. It's definitely more yeah, clear. Yeah, it's definitely getting more clear. Yeah. I mean, really, the worst thing that'll happen is that your marshmallows could be a teeny tiny bit grainy if you don't get it dissolved enough. Mm-hmm. What happens if you don't get it to the temperature enough? Uh, then it won't set. Oh, that's Ooh. terrible. Then you'll just have a blob. I mean, a delicious, delicious, a delicious, delicious (laughs) marshmallow soup. I'll just make it into uh, Rice Krispie Treats if that happens. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But then they won't ever set up. Yeah. Oh, they still won't be marshmallows. They'll be Rice Krispie goo. Again, (laughs) delicious. Still delicious. Yeah. (laughs) It would be better if you had marshmallow soup and then you could sprinkle like chocolate chips. No, you don't do chocolate chips. You could do caramel bits on top of it, Christy. Mm. Peanut butter chips. I like this idea. (laughs) I've noticed a distinct lack of lack of butterscotch in my life lately. I don't know why I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I feel like I used to have butterscotch all the time and now I don't ever. My very very favorite recipe of all time is called um, butterscotch brownies, which is from the Betty Crocker, like 1950, whatever cookbook. But I think we just call them blondies today because they don't have any butterscotch in them. It's just they don't they don't have any chocolate. Mm. So it probably wouldn't quite satisfy that craving. Have you made those for us before? I feel I've had your blondies before. I mean, not I probably talked about it before. All right, I'm betting that you're probably clear-ish. Mm-hmm. I'm only, uh, I'm not at 200 degrees yet. You don't have to be. I'm going by the rule. Yes, I do. I'm going by the rules here. <laughs> yes, no, I do. Don't. You're impatient, Anne. No, no. The instructions say 
uh, 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 salt, over low heat, stirring with a wooden spoon until sugar is dissolved. That's all it says. It has no temperature uh, yeah, requirements that? in that part. Then, that looks milky to me still. Is, it, is it boiling? Mine looks like, mine looks like skin milk. And turn the heat bubbles. up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I turned the heat up. This is what mine looks like. It looks. Well, yours is way more clear than mine. Yeah. Yeah, Hillary. Mine's still very milky. Front left, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I learned my lesson. Yep. Next time I'll use front left. (laughs) Now it's kind of boiling. That's not good, right? Uh, I'm turning my boil. We're gonna boil it eventually, so that's fine. The important thing is, oh, it you, smells good. Yeah, you just don't want it to burn. So as long as you're stirring it, it should be okay, okay for now. Okay. I'm almost there. I'm at like 220. I thought it said 240 degrees. Yeah, that's the next step, I think. Oh. Which technically oh. you could do it now. Increase heat to moderate and boil without stirring until you get to 240. Okay. Oh, I see. All right. I can do that. It'll take a long time to get to two, to 240 because once it gets hits 212, it has to boil all the water off and it'll mm-hmm. stay at 212 until the water's gone and then it'll go up quick. Mine has like, instead of um, 240, it says softball. No more stirring, oh, Christy. It's growing. It's growing. I'm scared. Okay, should we? No more stirring. So should we? Should we turn up well, the I, Mine wasn't ever clear yet. It's fine. Yeah, okay. turn it up. Turn it and up. We should, and we should probably, go. while we're doing this, we should go ahead and whip up the egg whites. Okay. Okay. I'm afraid to leave this alone. Yeah, I'm scared of this, like, burning. Well, you just have to check But we do it. have to have, we do have to have the egg whites beat, don't yeah. we? Yep. Okay. Relocate. And the reason that you want to do it first, if you have to beat in the same bowl, is you don't want this gun- uh, marshmallow goo to be all on there. You need a clean bowl and clean beaters to beat eggs. Okay. So we're making egg whites right now? Yep. Two egg whites. I'm just going to beat those until they on high speed until they are white, thick, and nearly tripled in volume. What do you save your egg yolks for, Anne? Um, well, I put them in the fridge and I keep them there for about a week and then I put them down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> nice of you to give them a hug. When I make I ha- a, what's the, I don't know how to say it, but it's that meringue. They made it on Great British Bake Off. Pavlova? Pav- yeah, whenever I make that, that's one of my specialties. I always make creme brulee the next day. Hmm, that's a good idea. Okay. So I just mix them into scrambled eggs. I'm going to check right, that's loud. I'll because... try to walk away. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, not even, I'm not to, I'm at 2.30, not quite 2.30, and it's looking very clear. Yeah, it'll sit there for a while. Okay, I'm going to so start beat these yolks, or whites. And you said how Beat hard? them on high speed. Hi. 
typically you don't beat two egg whites on high speed. So go up to like eight and see how it goes. And then maybe get yeah, up a little higher. <laughs> Meredith has the plastic whipping shield on hers. Sprays everywhere out of the way. And it's supposed to double in size? Triple. And get frosty? They'll get very, very white and very, very thick. Okay. How long did you say? How long did you say? Yeah. Depends. But uh, mine took about five minutes. If you're using the hand mixer, it'll take a bit longer. Okay. Water is a little bit. That'll work. It's like the biggest bottle of vanilla extract ever. <laughs> the angle. <laughs> I mean, that's liquid gold right there. Yep. And is that yeah. good? Oh, it's going to be way bigger. Okay. Yeah, we've only, we've got some more time, I think. Let's see if Bear wants to behave. We're just taking us on a tour of the kitchen. She really has learned that peace sign from her mom real well. She's doing some TikTok dances The thing about TikTok dances is they seem to be done in a very small area, which I suppose is the point if you're filming it on your phone. Mm -hmm. My sugar is at 2.30. Okay, and look at this. Keep going. Okay. Do you have it on high? Oh, there we go. Oh, I was looking at the wrong paragraph. They won't be tripled. They should have a uh, stiff peak. Let me see if you've got stiff peak. You might. I need you to stop it and show. Me. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, perfect. I might be a little over whipped, Meredith, but it'll be okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, wait, do I still need the handler? Yeah, you're going, so transfer the egg whites into a different bowl, and then you're just going to need to clean out the whip and the stand bowl. Okay. It doesn't have to be, like, scoured, but just get it rinsed out and wiped out so the egg whites mostly gone. Okay. I'm going to have to look at mine. I don't think they're, I don't think they're stiff enough. Bridget, come here real quick. Are you getting a Bridget. stiff peak? Uh, they're like waves. Come here. Get the, get the thing over be careful, don't burn yourself on sugar. I won't. I won't, she says confidently. Mm -mm. Um she goes to the emergency room. Yeah. Can you show me the upside down peak? Like on the beater? Oh. There you go. No, Bridget, show. Show the beater. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. All right. And then we're washing this. Yep. Full. Yep, because you're gonna, you're really gonna need it. Oh my God, Meredith, those egg whites are huge. 
I know. That was my fault because we're doing things out of order. Gross. I looked at the wrong paragraph <laughs> okay. for beating things. It's okay. It'll be fine. Hey. Yep, it'll, it, ah, fair. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, for our listeners at home, Bear's head appeared on camera and he looked down at the bowl of egg whites and then took an enormous bite. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He was probably very disappointed in that. Yeah, oh, Bridget, sure loved it. Bridget, just, Bridget just tasted it and she said no. No, no, well, no, they're not no. Raw. Too. I know. Again, Tishi goes to ow. Tishi goes to the uh, emergency room. All right, I think mine's pretty hot. Clean enough, I think. I'm just rinsing this. Yep. There. And once, his, once that's all ready, you can put the gelatin in the bottom of that because it should be nice and soft by now. I gotta wash my. Uh, do I need to wash my uh, this thing too? Yeah, a good rinse for sure. I could just give it to Bear. <laughs> you guys all cut out, so I didn't hear what you said about the gelatin. Uh, you could just put it in the bottom of the mixer bowl now. Okay. Once it's all clean. Yep. Cool. Ew, it's pretty gross. Yeah, Ew, it's nasty. It is. Ew, look at yep. it. Yep. Blech, don't think about those horses hoofs <laughs> <laughs> collagen mm. it kind of has a gross smell too yeah don't worry you won't notice it in the final thing so then all we have to do is wait for the sugar mixture to hit 240 i'm at oh i'm at 240 ah okay I'm my thermometer only has 220 well, then you, wait until it goes above that. When it circles around. Bridget, stop watching YouTube. This is candy science. Yes, this is a evil candy laboratory. All right, well. I don't once, need the thermometer anymore, right? Nope. Once it's, you've got to, to the right point, then you put it in the bowl on top of the gelatin. And you stir it around until the gelatin is dissolved. Until you don't have that big rubbery pad anymore all right mine mine only goes to 220 and it just stopped so i'm assuming crossing our fingers like clear yep and we'll bubbly. use yeah i mean meredith's That's went all the way fine. so yeah yeah we're probably all fine okay put it on top of the gelatin and water yep okay mm. And then just give it a good stir and the gelatin will mostly dissolve, but there are always a few little weird clumps that you have to work at. And by work at, you mean use the heater? Uh, no, like stir around. And when it becomes clear that those are not going to melt, then pick uh -huh. them out and throw them away. That's okay. what I do. <laughs> and I, I'm if just I have like a, yeah, I, yeah, I smush them and try to get them to break up. So they're not such big chunks. And then if there are a few stubborn ones that just won't dissolve, then I'm like, Ugh, I don't have time for this anymore. And if it's just a few bits to pull out, that's fine. I don't see any chunks. Look, mom. Sorry to you for chunks. No, I'm not. I've never done this either. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just good at following instructions. <laughs> 
Do you have any weird stubborn ones, Christy? I'm trying to, I don't think so. Oh, that's good. I've got like two little patches. It really does not smell good. Can we add the vanilla soon? <laughs> um, not yet. I can't smell it at all. It smells like nothing. So then at this point, once your gelatin is all dissolved, then you beat that sucker to the death. And this is the not- part where it's going to be thick, white, and nearly tripled. But not with uh. the egg whites, right? Not with the egg whites. Egg whites come later. Those are sitting okay. this, away from this, there. This mixture is so like dense and thick, it would just crush the air out of all the egg whites that we put in there. Oh, got it. Okay. Do we go to eight? You could go to 10, baby. Yeah. I'm putting the guard on. This is scary. <laughs> and I definitely <laughs> did notice after a while. <laughs> Meredith's like waving steam. at the steam. That's the problem with the splash guard is that it directs the steam up in a particular yep. area. <laughs> Coming out in a <laughs> um, so when you're doing this after a while, you will probably notice that the motor is working a little bit harder to okay. do this, but mine mine was okay. Once it starts to get real thick and sticky. Bridget needs to learn how to moonwalk. Can you teach her the classics? Oh my god, she does. She didn't even hear you. She just tried to do it. She said, you need to learn how to do that. Can you Roger Rabbit like mommy? It looks milky. Of course okay. you can. I wonder if I got mine a little too warm because it's got slightly beige color. No, I think it's probably fine. Mine looks marshmallowy. It's so interesting that I can't hear the mixers at all. Weird. Really? Oh, really? Uh-uh. Thanks, AirPods. Usually AirPods. I find that AirPods like pick up freaking everything. I could hear them yeah. when Hillary was doing the hand mixer. I know. Yeah, when Why you get it, it in close, I can hear it, but just sitting on the counter over there. Here, you want some? I don't hear anything. Don't drop an AirPod in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guard, the guard is on. It's okay. No? Not really. I heard it for a wow. second kind of go in and out. Okay. That's good because it's a annoying sound. Mine is definitely working harder now. Yep. It's definitely slowing down. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I see it. It's looking good, Hillary. Hillary, let me see. I want to see yours. Christy's looks good. You guys look yours look more foamy than mine. Mine looks like marshmallow fluff. Yeah, yes, yes, I'm getting there. Yeah, I can't go any faster. So. Oh, I'm sticky. Oh, it's getting sticky and like way harder. Yep. To go. I want to have a bite. I want to take a bite. <laughs> it doesn't have egg whites in it yet. We can eat it. And it, but it smells so bad. I won't take a bite. <laughs> yeah, when does the vanilla come? Vanilla comes uh, in the next step. When we add in the whites. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now <laughs> mine's starting to look like my soft off the table. Whoa. Mine is definitely almost three times the size. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Look at that beauty. 
And all nice and snow white too. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you feel that it's ready, you can go ahead and add the egg whites into it and the tablespoon of vanilla. Oh, mine's starting to work harder. I don't, yeah, I think I'm a little behind, but I'm getting there. I'm going to give it a minute or two more. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous to do it too early, but, and when I add the, the egg whites, do I do it at, at high speed too? Um, no, it just says, um, where does it say it? It says beat into the sugar mixture until just combined. I'm going to oh, okay. that by hand, I think. And how um, viscous, like, is this? Uh, that little? needs more time. More time? Okay. I think so. All right. Let's look at mine. Let's check it out. I just stop it just to see. All right. Oh, yours that looks good. Is looking pretty good. Okay. Give it another mine. minute. Okay. 30 seconds. 30 oh, seconds. You're good. Let me show you mine. Than I am. Oh no, am I doing it wrong? You're using this thing? Show you mine. Oh no, I use the whisk. Okay, yeah. I'm using the whisk too. I'm using the little paddle because that's what, that's what I could find. Well, it's working. It's looking yeah. good. Give it another 30 seconds, Christy. Okay. Just for good measure. You can't really overbeat marshmallow. Sugar's pretty stable, it's not like eggs. I've definitely it tasted butter on accident. Just making it too. <laughs> oh, I've done that too. <laughs> okay, mine's starting to get glossy. Mm hmm. And it's humongous. Mm hmm. All right, stop the show. Not really. I'm stopping. It's this still kind of drippy. Yeah, a little bit more, I think. It will definitely more not be broth. drippy when it's ready. Okay. Yeah, mine's like, mine is like, suspended animation right now yep like i am frozen in time okay i'm adding a teaspoon no Table sorry spoon. tablespoon of kirkland's best vanilla <laughs> that's what i have too hey honestly not my favorite vanilla but well, it's what you I have it's what you have whatever brand because i was at a fancy grocery store and the alternative was 25 dollars <laughs> oh like mm, i'm fine it's yeah but that's the good stuff yeah, but okay. All right. I just I, buy the I'm McCormick's or whatever. Done. Yeah. What, Christy? I'm calling mine done. Now I mix in the the egg whites and the vanilla. Okay. I accidentally already did the vanilla. That's fine. Okay. And Christy just could not do the smell anymore. She was like, I'm adding the vanilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she accidentally did the vanilla. Oops, my B. <laughs> okay. And then just like a quick mix in. A blend. Uh, I mean, it's not like you're blitzing it or anything. You can get it so that it's mixed in. Okay. Just once you don't see any more um, chunks foam. of egg foam, you know, it's done. Okay. okay. I'm still not there yet. It's taking its sweet time. Yeah. It overdid it with the egg whites, and it's like, I'm not making that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> Down in there. All right. I think I'm blended. All right. Okay. 
No more egg fluffies. Okay. When you're all mixed in, then you pour it into the pan. And this is where it gets messy if you're not careful. Don't be like too precious about trying to scrape every last bit out of the bowl because you will just end up with marshmallow on your pants and in your hair and <laughs> in your elbow crook. That's why I and wore is a that dress. still too it, well, drippy? Pants. I would say probably too drippy. Ugh. You're doing oh, it on God. 10? Yes. What if... What if Meredith followed all the rules and Hillary and I went rogue and ours turned out perfect? <laughs> Don't so make me angry. <laughs> they coasted off of, or you coasted off of Meredith's work and yes, <laughs> ended up exactly story of my life. I mean, this mixer isn't that old. It's like that's probably fine. Maybe you had a little bit more water old. or something in there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is no joke sticky yeah it looks good though Where'd oh, you I, can, look at this? I can just see you wrestling with it hillary i know i'm like my arm hurts <laughs> i know i got some of it on it's, my hand and it's delicious it's like taffy it's very yes, hard exactly. to get out do you want to okay, take i'm a... giving up that's good enough no 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 just bridge <laughs> it she just like licked have... the does it taste good? Like, use your finger. But if you use your finger, you might miss it. If you use your tongue, get all of it. I think you're definitely getting there, Meredith. Not yet, though. I feel confident it will get there. Okay. I'll just keep going. Oh, I got more in my hand. Darn. Oh, no. Here, you can lick I'm it. Not, okay. Not all of it. I don't think it smells gross. I don't smell anything. I have a dumb question. Yeah. So I print I printed out the ingredients and the first one is about one cup of confectioner sugar. Is that what we use to grease the pan? Um uh, part of it. Okay. But it's, there's it's more to come coming. with it. Yep. There's more to come. Okay. I thought I I thought I messed up and didn't put it did in. Did you somewhere. not print the rest of the thing? <laughs> I I was like did. that's it. <laughs> Misty, did, don't I, you know marshmallow has flour in it? <laughs> you've been an old british lady for 60 years <laughs> should we like smooth it out yeah what i do is now hillary she's got a spatula top. she's got a microwave timer going off what i usually do is um if you have like a, an offset spatula like you know, like a metal yeah. one or a knife or something i spray that with more cooking oil and then okay. oh, and it tends to keep it from getting all clumped and terrible my mixer is starting to sound angry i think maybe i'm not kidding that yeah that's right close. that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that there we go is that right okay. sure finally Jeez. we did it so i'm way behind so i need to add in my egg whites and vanilla, and your vanilla. And is this close to how you make divinity? Oh boy. I haven't made divinity for so long. I don't remember. That was always something my mom made. What's that? It seems, yeah, um, it's, it's basically kind of like, like this style, right? Yeah. And there's sometimes nuts in it. Mm-hmm. It's good. 
It's good. It's kind of like nougat. I was going to say that sounds like nougat. It's in that 1960 whatever Betty Crocker cookbook that yep. I have. That's where she got it from. Yep. And what's your favorite? Vanilla. Cookbook? My favorite cookbook. Mm-hmm. Um. Pool. <laughs> Sky high triple layer cakes. Oh. By mm. what is her name? Alicia. Not to look it up. Keys. Don't be weird. <laughs> Not Alicia. <laughs> How to look fabulous wearing no makeup, quote unquote. Yeah, by be, Alicia be Keys. Naturally gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Step number one: be Alicia Keys. Yeah. Step two: oh, actually be wearing makeup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just no eyeliner. All right. Yeah. <laughs> It's called Sky High Irresistible Triple Layer Cakes by Elisa Huntsman and Peter Wynn. I love Ooh. it. It's amazing. Cool. Okay. I think oh, nope, I found a pocket. Here, crafty egg right. Look at that. Okay. So the final step as Meredith catches up, uh, here comes your powdered <laughs> sugar, Christy. Okay. Is I'm ready. You take just a quarter cup of your powdered sugar and you sift it over the top. So if you have your sifter, I do. I don't. Do you have a wire mesh, something? Because you really don't want to clump. Like a flour fine. sifter would work. Yeah, I just I use a sieve, look. honestly, like a fine mesh sieve. Yeah, I could I'm use like a strainer. Sifter. Yeah. I found one. Wait, no, it we just. We just kind of play it, like do it over it. Yep. Just nice. And so it has an even layer. Yeah, that'll be perfect, Chrissy. So it has an even layer of powdered sugar over it. Yep. Quarter cup. Okay. Ever since I let Elliot, I mean, I made Elliot start doing the dishes. uh, Things are in very (laughs) interesting places. (laughs) Yeah, whenever, like, I've never quite learned the layout of my mom's new kitchen. So every time I'm over there doing dishes, I'm like, I don't know where this goes. Yeah. My mom moved when I was an adult too. And it was just like, I've never lived here and I don't know. I mean, in their where old house, keep everything. they've been there for 27 years. And mm-hmm. I had done the dish dishes nightly for a good chunk of those 27 years. So I knew, but now I just don't know anymore. And I don't want to disappear my mom's colander yes. somewhere. Yes. yes. All right. Sif, 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 sif. All done. Then you can let it sit there for at least three hours or overnight until everything sets up. And at that point, this would be a great thing for Bridget to help with is you um, take it out and cut them up. And it says in the recipe using an oiled pizza cutter is good. And I tried that this time and it was was really good so you cut it into um squares of whatever size you deem necessary and then the rest of the powdered sugar the other half cup or so you um just toss the marshmallows in the powdered sugar until they're coated just so that they don't have sticky sides okay i was thinking that would be really fun for bridget to help with yeah uh you think yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is going in the microwave Bye. Have fun. Sleep tight. Mine won't fit in the microwave. Oh, wait. No, mine won't fit in the microwave. I can put it in the oven, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you don't turn it on. If this might be a dumb question, 
if I have a gas gas oven, isn't it that with the with the fire that's constantly going, will that make it warm? I don't think so. When I prove bread, um, I put it in the oven with the light bulb on, and the light the warmth from the light bulb is what does it, not the pilot light. So I yeah, think right. I think the pilot's light is too small. Okay. To if my if my marshmallows anything. are ruined again, I'm coming for you. All right, <laughs> it'll be my fault. <laughs> oh, it's tricky to get it in the edges in, in the corners. Deeper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oop! I poured some in the corner. No. So it should be easy okay. to dump out and easy to cut as long as you put a little oil on the blade. And then just toss them in as much powdered sugar as you want. And it's all done. And I toasted some coconut tonight. And I'm going to make a little chocolate glaze. And I think mm. I'm going to do what we talked about having the open-faced s'more. So oh, I'll do cracker yeah. and then chocolate-coated graham cracker with toasted coconut on it. And how do you make a s'more yeah. without a fire? You've got an electric range, right? Mm-hmm. What I mean, do do? how do you make s'mores? I just put it in the Light microwave. <laughs> oh, it doesn't give the nice, like, toasty, toasty charredness to it, but it softens up the marshmallow. Yeah. Do you? You don't have a torch, right? No, I don't. Okay. Do you have a torch? Of course. Of course. Well, <laughs> you do make creme brulee. I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't like relay. I don't like unitaskers, and there is nothing more of a unitasker tool than a kitchen torch. And what about a baked Alaska? I've never made a baked Alaska. <laughs> I did in like home economics in like seventh grade. <laughs> it seems like it's such a, a bad idea. It's oh, such a bad idea. When you didn't I have home ec, <laughs> I made a pillow. Um, when I make something like a, um, a lemon meringue pie, then mm -hmm. I, you just put it under the broiler for like 40 seconds. Yeah. Oh no. I made uh -oh. mayonnaise and home ec. The criminal gets to come out. Well, he was fighting with Link under the door. So <laughs> we'll see if he could behave. I don't think he can. I'm sure he can't. Mm -mm. See how he does we'll with that, um, marshmallow. Uh, I'm putting it in the micro. Oh, there he is. Here. Oh, here we go. Shoot. I really wanted him to get his face in there and come out with like a face full of marshmallow. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the one to clean that up. So Christy, do it. No, thank you. It's good. I'm doing it. It's great. It's really good. You should take Where'd a picture of us doing it. Oh, no, I, I already put mine. Oh. Never mind. It's okay. Or you ruin everything. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I'll do a spatula. Oh, go. Okay, I have to get the snippy tool. Uh, wait, new. Wait, try snip and search. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay. <laughs> oh shoot! I got the edge of the, I got the edge of the snip and sketch in my frame, but that's okay. <laughs> that it's was like it was like that was scary, really fun. But fun. That was very fun. It's just hot. That's all. That makes you nervous when yeah. I get that hot. Yeah. All right. Well, we will reconvene in the future um, to see how everything turned out. <laughs> <laughs>
And that's the power of love. I feel like it's a back to the future. Like we're like messing with the timeline. All right. So I know that there are um, a number of outcomes from this. Um, Meredith, would you like to update us on Bear? He's fine. <laughs> he didn't have to go to the hospital or anything from eating raw egg whites. He's that's just what he does. He's just normal. And uh, he he did manage to get a little a little marshmallow. Um. Yeah. He got. He definitely got powdered sugar. He definitely got some egg whites. I'm trying to think if he got any like fully formed done marshmallow, and I don't think he did. Well, you said his whiskers got glued together. Oh, because of the um, bowl. Yeah, because the bowl was in the sink, and I was filling it up with water, and before I could fully fill it with soapy water, he got on the edges. I think he rubbed his face on the edge of it and got some marshmallow fluff on his whiskers. Got all stuck together. Cool. Um, And uh, so everybody went the next day and did the finishing steps and cut everything up yep and uh i think meredith you reported back first yeah i did it first thing in the morning um and i did exactly what the recipe said to do which was to invert it onto a cutting board and i did the thing where you f- put it together and flip it over like they do on bake-off that makes me feel very accomplished and professional. oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a fun thing to do I don't really get too many opportunities for that. So that was an, that was exciting. And the paper came off just fine. And I ended up using my bench scraper. I oiled the bench scraper to cut because I knew that I would have wiggly lines if I used a pizza cutter. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So it, it turned out great. They're, they're really, really good. Um, I did feel like they were pretty sweet. Um, I don't know if it's just because we don't have a lot of sugar around or what, but I had a few and I was just like, ugh, no more. <laughs> like, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they uh, when I delicious. made my when I made my s'mores, I um that's I used uh, bittersweet chocolate to coat them. So, mm. oh yeah, I did okay. try. I was like, huh, I don't have graham crackers. I don't have any Hershey left because I sent all the extra Halloween candy to Gregory um to bring to work, and they ate they ate it all in like three seconds. Um, that sounds about right. Yep. So, but I did have some dark chocolate in the in the cabinet. So I used a couple. I used a square Ghirardelli like 90%. And then I didn't have graham crackers, so but I, I'm Dutch, so I do have windmill cookies. So I used a windmill cookie uh, and just kind of toasted it over the open flame of the gas stove, <laughs> which was a little awkward. I put it on like a, a, a shish kebab skewer. And yeah. It, didn't, it, was, it was a little weird. It didn't toast very evenly, but it was delicious. So all worked out. Excellent. And um, Hillary, did you get the kids into a little manual labor? A little bit, but my like slightly anal retentive side is like, get out of the kitchen. Let me just do this real quick. <laughs> I, as Bridget was there sort of helping me make the marshmallows, I was like, you're making a mess right now and it's stressing me out. I'm going to have to clean this later. It's so mess. All that powdered sugar really yes, does make a big It does. Mess. I know. Um, but uh, she helped me cut them a little bit. I actually, I, I, I need to actually get a new pizza cutter. I got one from when we got married. So it's about 15 years old at this point, And it is not very sharp it never really was that sharp so i just used one of my super sharp sharp knives and sprayed it with pam and it worked pretty i mean they're not even at all but uh, listen it's fine um and the kids thoroughly enjoyed it now i had to limit them because they have been on a pretty steady candy diet all week so (laughs) i'm like we gotta we gotta come off this a little bit so i'm like this is their like dessert for right now they can add it to um 
whatever a Kit Kat or something, um, not yeah. full on s'mores, but yeah, just kind of add it. But they loved it, and it, it, I thought it was really good. I, 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 I'm not like the biggest marshmallow fan, like a um, solo marshmallow eater, but I thought they were really good. Yeah, they're so much better than store bought. Yeah. Yes, yes. The commercial marshmallows are a bit um, dusty. Yes. In a way that yes. these ones aren't. Yes, exactly. Yeah, these are so soft. And oh, they, they really just taste like vanilla, I think, you know, just a really nice light vanilla flavor. And not horse's hooves. Not horse's hooves. <laughs> no. They don't smell bad. <laughs> um, and Christy, you sent us a, a really good picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, well, you had kind of a saga. Yeah. That whole night and afterwards. Um, wait, so, I, I made it. I have I, to say something. I made a note of during the discussion, you you were going to put it in the microwave to set overnight. And then you discovered that your pan was too big. And you said, mm-hmm. can I put it in the oven? And I said, mm-hmm. as long as you don't turn it on. <laughs> yep. And I didn't. But someone else did. And so, <laughs> um, this is the funny part. Jeremy never uses the oven. I don't even think, I didn't even know he knew how to turn that thing on. He uses the top. Like his specialties are um, making breakfast. So like he makes bacon and pancakes and he makes like the best omelet I've ever had. But that's just the cooktop. And then if there's anything else, he uses the air fryer. So I just, I went upstairs after we, um, we, recorded and then I just happened to send him something that said hey um don't turn on the oven because they're the marshmallows are in there just you know or take them out and then all of a sudden I smell burning (laughs) and he comes up and he's like yeah so I didn't know the marshmallows are in there and they kind of I kind of heated them up and what that means is he preheated the oven to 400 degrees and then oh my God. left those in there. Of course it's 400. It's not like 350. Yeah. It's not, right. yeah. And and again, I didn't know he knew how. I mean, because it's not, I'm not like saying he's an idiot. There's a series of buttons that you have to push in the correct order to get it to start. It's not just like you turn a knob to the right temperature. Um, so, yeah, he... 400 he thinks it was in there between 10 and 15 minutes (laughs) so the bottom and the sides are all toasty they're brown the paper did catch on fire a little bit (laughs) the wax paper (laughs) um so what we did is we took it out and i made him cut it so he took a knife like you know grease up a knife and cut them they're they just taste toasty like yeah, yeah fine. they just have a very weird texture. <laughs> it almost looks like um, old people skin, like, Ew, <laughs> like, like they're old, really, <laughs> yeah, <so> crazy <laughs> marshmallows. <laughs> and so I put it in the powdered sugar, but the powdered sugar just went into the crevices. Um, so it's fine. It's, it's just, like you're uh, having like beignet or something. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, it totally looks like a beignet. Um, so what I did is I, um, you know, took my handy dandy torch and toasted one and that tasted amazing but i think raw the texture just gets to me a little bit i'm gonna throw some in the freezer and see if the chewiness like helps sure interesting i do want to remake them i'm betting that the heat in the oven expanded the marshmallows and then when you took them out they collapsed and that is how the old people's skin 
Yeah, yeah they out. definitely shrunk up probably yeah. about half an inch on each side. Hmm. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't know. He's like, how am I supposed I know. to know there's something? In <laughs> I know. This is when I'm always like, are you kidding me? Like, I get irrationally mad. I'm like, you yeah. never use the oven. This yes, is the totally. time. Well, this is a and- funny thing, though, because some people just regularly use their oven for storage. Yeah. Yes, like, yeah. totally. Th- my This never happened in my household, but as soon as I started going to my friends, that became a thing. Like, we were going to make a mm-hmm. pizza, like a frozen pizza, and it was like, don't turn the oven on without you taking out check. all the yep. plastic cutting boards. Like, why would you put those in the oven? Yeah. Uh, my mom did that. Like we had to take out all the pans yeah. and like yeah. everything that she yeah. decided to store in there. Um, one thing. Oh, this is why I had to hide it. Like, so it could have been on the counter, but I live with animals, mm. not like Meredith's animals, like actual people that are animals. <laughs> and after What's it went their out, excuse? <laughs> Elliot goes for dessert. Can I just take a big spoon and eat some of that marshmallow? <laughs> No, you cannot do that. And I knew that both of them would pick at it mm-hmm. all night and then there would be nothing left. Oh, my God. So I had to hide it. Yep. I just need a better hiding spot, I guess. You know what I do sometimes with bread when, like, if it's too hot to put it in the microwave and I know that it's not going to cool properly, I will put it in its little dome and I will put it in the spare bathroom and shut the door. <laughs> oh, that's smart. If you I, can, like, I lock it. I should have just put a note. Yeah. Next time I'll just put a note like don't turn this on <laughs> or remove whatever's in there first. Or label it as like a science experiment. It's poison. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ew, it's yucky. You're this is hate- made of vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, it was a worthwhile experiment. You it guys was, did yes. great. Oh, yeah. There was and it's really I said this when we were recording, but it is so interesting to listen back to the recording and you really can't hear the mixers. They were so all. loud. That's so funny That's, to me. Except when you that guys is... would lean in real close. And Hillary's hand mixer. <laughs> My hand mixer. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do have a correct. I have an error to correct. Um, mm. You know how you were so, you were like, who makes that big of a meatloaf? It was a lasagna pan. Oh, that makes okay. way that more makes a sense. lot more sense because I, yeah. I was I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, that is really big for a meatloaf. <laughs> that oh. meatloaf would take so long to make. I would oh my gosh! <laughs> and eat like yeah. unless you were making it for like a family of ten. Yeah, I mean, it still is pretty big for a lasagna pan, but that I think was its original intent. It's from yeah. a, like the Dugers line, <laughs> yeah, or right. something. Well, I do cook for them, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that leads us to our question of the week, which is, what is your favorite method of marshmallow delivery? Maybe you like them plain. Maybe you like the s'mores. Maybe you like the mallow cups. Let us know. What what does it for you with uh, marshmallows? And give us some ideas of what yes. to do with these potentially 96 96- <laughs> Marshmallows <laughs> that everybody has. I don't know what I'm going to do with oh these things. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I can't eat them all by myself. <laughs> yeah, Gregory yeah. had one, so now I have 95 to deal with. Yeah. I bet Derek would like some. Oh, that's a good idea. I bet he would. Hmm. He can eat them when he's working on the car. Yeah. Well, he asked our recycling tipped over one week, and it went all over the lawn before we realized it. And he was like, "You guys don't." don't um take your cans back to the store and i was like nah i guess not because a lot of times the the water that we get we get online so you can't return it to a local store so we just recycle Mm -hmm. it and he was like well i'll take them and i was like okay so i guess i could just deliver upon him two shopping bags of diet coke cans and (laughs) a thing of marshmallows yeah yeah (laughs) 
I'm Perfect. Sure love it. I mean, what a neighborly relationship this is. I know. I know. It's, symbi- it's getting symbiotic. If he could just turn his fucking radio down. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to move on to T. She recommends. Um, okay. So th- this is my recommendation. I want to preface this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a almost tween who's obsessed with TikTok. That's what she asked for for Christmas because right now um, her method of TikTok delivery is via my phone. Um, although oh, I have found no. out, I know I have found <laughs> out that she, she's like, well, I just go on YouTube and like, look at TikTok compilations, mm-hmm. um, which fine. Um, but I don't really want her to have it on her own because that's all she'll do. She'll never do anything else ever again. So I, right now I'm sort of controlling it. But that being said, I really don't do, I don't look at TikTok that much unless somebody sends it to me mostly because it really inhibits my two screening process like i like to listen to a podcast and play candy crush at the same time you can't do that with tiktok because it's a you know a visual medium yeah Mm -hmm. so anyway this some girl on my face like one of my facebook friends said oh this girl is really hilarious and now this girl that recommended it is somebody who we share podcast taste she was she's really into my brother my brother and me so it was like okay well i'll check this out because i think that she we share a similar sense of humor. I started watching this woman's TikTok and I like, that's all I was doing all day. was now going you're Bridget. Through, I'm Bridget. Mm-hmm. I can't. And I, there's like, it's specifically to her. Her name is Elise Myers. Um, she's so fucking her. She's so funny. She tells stories that are, the way she delivers them are so <laughs> funny that like I even showed it to Dave and he was laughing. He was like, yeah, there's something about the way that she's telling the story that is just hilarious. And her <laughs> facial expressions too. <laughs> yes. Oh, she said, uh, anyway, there's a, there's one that I linked to that is specifically about a date where she went to Taco Bell and speaking of having, Ooh, you know, fun. many, many items of something she, um, this isn't a spoiler, but she had to buy a hundred tacos. Um, it is, <laughs> So fucking funny. And there's other stories that she has just about like growing up and like her senior portraits. I, anyway, mm-hmm. I find her very, very charming and very funny. And I, I almost I started to sort of research her like because I guess this particular taco story went like as viral as you can go on TikTok. And I started sort of like, oh, like, what can I find out about her? Because now I'm kind of into her. And I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to know more about her because I feel like it'll ruin the illusion that I have of her. Anyway, mm-hmm. her name is Elise Meyer. She's very, very funny. Uh, and I recommend the taco story in particular. I second this oh, recommendation. So, yes. Oh, it's fucking funny. This is the first time anyone has ever made me feel even slightly interested in TikTok. I know. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's something good, even for us olds on yeah. TikTok. I, mm-hmm. I do feel extremely old when I um, look at a TikTok. I, I don't even know how it works. I, I had Missy either. kind of explain how yeah. it works. It's yeah. like a Vine. But it's fine. Yes. It's a little then, but, YouTube. Oh, well, then, that I, clears it up because I was I, so I okay. into Vine. <laughs> I, I just didn't know how to like things or say I don't want to ever see something like that again. Like, I just didn't know how the... Like, curate your feed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I... Anna, I don't even think you need TikTok to watch these. You don't. And I... I I sent it to my friend Christine, and I'm 99% sure she does not have TikTok, and I think it just led to, like, kind of a... a, Like a... It led to, like, Chrome or something. I Mm. like TikTok because there's a guy on there who is really good at piano he's Japanese and he plays along to dogs and cats singing and meowing and barking and stuff and it's really funny and that's the only reason I like TikTok <laughs> I mean I can't say that that 
uh, piques my interest as much as Hillary's recommendation <laughs> did. Well, I didn't put it under T she recommends. It just reminded me. Uh, anyway, check it out. Lise Myers. And with that, get involved with the show at thisshowhaseverything.com, at throwyourphone.com. Um, we solicit your commentary about marshmallows, especially this week, but anything you'd like to share with us. Uh, you can fill out the form and send it in. The Facebook group, we would love you to be a part of that, where we post the question of the week and have various other discussions. The show Twitter is at Tishy Show, and it's updated on the regular by Bobby, or so I'm told. Definitely. Email us at Tishy at 10710.com, like Justina does, and tell us about your marshmallow experiences. Send us a voice memo within the body of that email like Justina does. Yes. She gets a gold star this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a retrograde communicator like me, you can fax us at 617-354-8513. Thanks for joining us. And that was everything about homemade marshmallows. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. I'm going to go have one right now. Yeah, that sounds good. I know. <laughs>